Welcome to Kitzur Bekitzur. We're up to Simon. Kuf Chaf. The halachas of Sfiri Hasa Oimer. Sif Dalit. Now the Kitzur tells us that Lichatchila, before saying the bracha on Sfiri Hasa Oimer, a person should have in mind what number he's going to be counting. But the if he didn't know when he said the bracha, and then, I mean, he still had in mind to count. But, you know, he's going to say, okay, whatever that guy says next to me, I'm going to say that same number. He's still Yaitzah. Even if he had in mind when he made the bracha that uh, today's four, and then he hears the other guy saying it's five, he's like, oh, shoot, okay, uh, today's five. He's still Yaitzah, doesn't need to make another bracha. So, too, if someone made a mistake when he counted, like he said six instead of five, if he immediately remembers, like, oh, no, 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 I meant five. He should just say the correct number, and he does not need to make another bracha. However, if there was a pause before he realized that he made the wrong bracha, more than kedei dibor, in a couple of seconds, long enough to say, Shalom Alecha, Rebbe Yomayri, then he will need to make another bracha because he didn't count correctly, and that bracha is too far back in the past. Next, the Kitzah tells us that on every yomtiv, if the first night of yomtiv is Shabbos, then those piyutim that are said on a regular yomtiv are omitted. We don't say those when it's Shabbos. So then on the second night, we say those piyutim, the ma'aravis of the first night, except for Pesach. Because even if the first night of Pesach is Shabbos, then we're not going to be saying the piyutim on the first night, but the second night, we're not going to go back and say the first night, so we're only going to say the second one. Because the second night's piyutim on Pesach talk about the Ktsir Oimer, cutting the grains for the Oimer carbon, which happened on the second night. So we Dafka want to say the second night's Putim on the second night of Pesach. Next, Ketzer says that during the 40 days of Sphira, the 39 days of Sphira, all the Talmudim of Rabbi Akiva died in a 33-day period. Therefore, we have Menhage Avelos, mourning customs during this time. We don't have chasanas, we don't take haircuts, and there are different menhagim how to conduct ourselves during this period. Rav Moshe says that if a person is going to lose his source of income if he doesn't shave or take a haircut, then he is allowed to, but ask a Rav. He also says that it's better for women to refrain from taking haircuts during this time. One menhag is that from the first day of Sfira, the second day of Pesach, we start the Avelas. So, no weddings or haircuts, nor music, until Lag Ba'emer. Even if Rosh Chodesh Iyar is Shabbos, where you have the double Kedusha of Rosh Chodesh and Shabbos. So, over here we do have an exception, since you have this super Kedusha that fell in the middle of the days of Sfira, where we have these Minogi Avelos, still covered this special Shabbos, then on that Friday, one can get married and take a haircut. They still don't do music. On Lagba Emir itself, and on, Davela's period is over, and according to this opinion, there is, uh, you're allowed to get married and take a haircut after, from Lagba Emir and on. Because on Lagba Emir, they tell me the Rebbe Kiva stopped dying. There's also an additional simcha that, there's an aksas simcha on Lagba Emir. We don't say tachnun. Even though on part of Lagba Emer, there were the, the last of the Talmudim died, 
you say mitzvah shem kekulai, and since some of this day is uh, morning, I mean, since you say mitzvah shem kekulai, this is part of the second half of Svira, and the uh, avilas is over. However, we still don't take haircuts or get married until after alois, until it's day, the day of Lagba Emer, um, but not the night of Lagba Emer. Unless Lagba Emer is on a Sunday, in which case you could take the haircuts already on Erev Shabbos, look up at Shabbos. The second minug is to allow any haircuts and chasanas until Rosh ER, including Rosh Chodesh. That's uh, 16 days total. And then you have 33 days left until Shavuos, where there are no Igdavelos, no haircuts and weddings. On Erev Yomtif, they're allowed to take haircuts. But even this shita um, takes a break for Lagba Emer, where they're allowed to have haircuts and weddings. And if there's Lagba Emer on Sunday, then they're allowed to also take haircuts or get married on Friday. There is a third minug that is matter everything until Rosh Chodesh Iyar, not including Rosh Chodesh. And then from the first day of Iyar, they begin the Avelos, the wedding, no weddings, no haircuts. In which case, the 33rd day of their Avelos is three days before Yom Tif, the first day of the Shleshesh Me'akbala. And over there we say, and they're allowed to get married and take haircuts on the third, fourth, and fifth day of Sivan as well. And they'll also take a break for Lagba Emer. Every Kehila should follow their own Minog. Don't change it. Um, and also, there shouldn't be half the place doing one Minog and half the place doing another. Rav Moshe writes that, and you have when you have today these large metropolitan areas, and there's so many different backgrounds, different minhagim, different types of Jews, then uh, everyone does not need to stick to the same minhag because there is no one single kehila. He also says that if I have uh, one particular minhag, these are the days that I'm keeping, and I'm invited to a wedding of someone else who has the other minhag, you're allowed to go and dance even if it's during my. Kufa of Avelos, my Svira. There are some times when you're able to change your minog to accommodate that Simcha. So ask Rav about this, but um, it comes that you're allowed to have weddings until Rosh Chodesh Iyar on Lagba Emer at night and day, and from Rosh Chodesh Sivan on. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.